Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and the co-author of Tarot for Troubled Times. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode 130 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is Tarot for Justice. And my special guest is Carolyn Cushing of Soul Path Sanctuary. Hello, Carolyn. Hello, Teresa. Good to be with you here. It's so good to be with you. And I think this is such a timely topic. I mean, not just the tarot part, but really talking about justice. And you and I, of course, um, we both tend to be people who are very concerned about social justice. And what I'd like to know is, what's your relationship to social justice and why is it important to you? What is my relationship? That is a good question. Um, I was kind of preparing thinking. And yesterday was Mother's Day. My mother, she would just, she believed in being involved in things and would take us out to work for a candidate or gather signatures to uh, save the Civic Center. Um, so I think that was part of it. I also, I grew up Catholic, which there's a, that's a big box to unpack. Um, but I did, I did learn a lot about social justice. And also, and maybe the Catholic Church is over the globe, you know, that we are connected to people all over. Um, and then I left the Catholic Church. I was like done with that institution. And I went entirely to work on um, secular group peace and justice, working against the war that was oh, the Iraq War Part One. Um, and I, you know, I thought that was what. It was all about the group work. And then in, I was working with the Peace Development Fund. I was helping raise money for projects in Central America. So those outer actions and, and realizing our connections to other people who are different than us. And, you know, perhaps also if something is uh, going wrong in our own community or with our own group, like getting up and being very active about it is part of social justice. But then I, um, you know, I had stepped away from Catholicism and any kind of spiritual things. And I didn't know anything about the tarot. I was in my later 20s. And this woman that I knew, she was raising money to go work with her spiritual teacher on the other coast. And she was doing tarot readings. And I really didn't, I had like no positive or negative idea about what tarot was. And I said to myself, I'll go help that woman. It was all about helping her. And I didn't know what Tara was, but I, I went off. And she laid out these round cards with these vibrant colors and images of people from all over the world and, you know, maybe across time. And that, people might be guessing, that was the mother piece tarot deck. And I just was immediately hooked. And my first, the first question I asked the tarot was, uh, I wrote down here, you know, am I on the right path to be serving social change? And I did get the justice card in that reading, came up, but I also got the high priestess. And that began, you know, like I was kind of just doing tarot on my own in the closet. I wouldn't be talking to my activist friends who were also very allergic to things related to spirituality or to woo woo. Um, so, but I realized like I needed both of those threads 
And then that's a teaching that is there in the tarot, that tarot are our inner justice as well as outer justice and, you know, tarot for troubled times. I'm, I'm really getting into the fullness of it and I look through it quickly, but now I'm like savoring the chapters. I'm like doing the inner work is part of social justice They really, and social change. They go together. It's not really one or the other has to come first or, and then they're all, it's ongoing. Like it's not really like we're going to reach a point of perfect justice or we're going to be like totally evolved as people. It's like a process. Right on. And, you know, if we watch things like Game of Thrones, uh, Game of Thrones shows us that there's justice is often not metered out exactly the way we expect it to be. Um, you know, it's really interesting because I find, too, that the tarot cards, um, you know, those archetypes really tell, show us things that are going on in the world. Mm -hmm. And they have so much wisdom to share about how we could be showing up to change ourselves, our lives and change things that are happening in the world. So I'd like to know what your thoughts are on how tarot could help people to do good in the world. I, it, it, once again, it's a, it's a little bit that two prong piece of supporting us on our inner work and having a practice. The idea of practice is important to me. Like a spiritual practice is a word we think of, but you know, it, maybe it's not necessarily even about spiritual practice. It's um, self-development it's uh, working on a business can be a business practice like uh you know that paying attention and making sure your values are aligning with your activities and things like that which you do very well um so that can be a practice as well so in we, we want to work on the practice part and tarot really helps with that i mean it's it's part of my daily practice i sit with the cards, I meditate on the cards. I, um, and at Reader Studio, I hosted the, the incubator table on practice and people did powerful things with the cards to help grow their inner world and be more grounded, centered, aware. And then the tarot, can, you know, it's got the four suits, it's got uh, of elemental suits and then it's got the major arcana. You're trying to, get a bigger picture view of what's happening because like you were talking about, we, we expect one thing, we think we desire one thing and that's gonna be the just action. Um, but you know, maybe not, maybe something different happens and it's hard for us to see. And I think the cards, they help us to strategize in the immediate if we're looking at the cards, um, but they can also help us then see the bigger patterns and perhaps then calm us down if we're too worried about like we're not reaching exactly what we thought the action would result in or um, they can help us develop perspective. And yeah. so the inner work, perspective, and then like strategy tools, like what to do, because we don't always know. We get some extra support from the tarot. And I love how you emphasize about the whole internal thing. You know, one of the things I do also is I teach yoga and meditation. And I know you teach uh, meditation too. So we're both really big into that. And one of the things I always say to my yoga and meditation students is that you're doing this stuff, this tarot, this yoga, this meditation to make friends with yourself, to make peace with yourself. Because when you are at peace with yourself, 
you are going to really operate in the world in a better way. Mm-hmm. And when we are out there operating in the world in a better way, we then do have the ability to enact change. Mm-hmm. But we can't do that if we are, I mean, well, I suppose we can do it if we're still angry or, or whatnot. But when we are operating from a very centered place, I just think, um, I think we could be more effective. Mm-hmm. So you contributed a piece to Tarot for Troubled Times. I did. Yes. And actually the book closes on this beautiful piece. It's called Welcoming Justice with the Tarot Knights. Now I'd like you to explain how the knights can inspire someone to find justice. Okay. Um, the so justice is at the heart of the tarot is part of the premise of the piece like this is me looking at the structure of the tarot and using it as a guide providing guidance so you know in the in the english tradition justice is 11 so it comes right in the middle so it must be in central and important and you know you can make a mandala with all the cards kind of moving out from justice at the center and the the knights, thinking about the, the kind of metaphor of, of being a knight, the knights served the queen, the knights served the lady. Justice is often depicted as a woman. And so there are many ways to support and work with justice. But if we take the knights as you know being in service to justice and being active, but they're each active in their own way. This is, I've been involved in activist organizations and I have been like this myself. Like there is the, the main picture of like, you're, you're always out in the streets or you're being very vocal. It's, there's, you're, you're, sometimes this could be like, you're, you're martyring yourself, always working, working for the other. This is one of my things. But I'm talking about myself here in different ways, but there's like this picture that gives us only one way to be an activist. But no, there are many ways we need. You can see it when you think about life, but then the tarot structure pre- presented very beautifully. We have fire, water, earth, air. We have our passion and our emotional intelligence and our analytic mind. And then our ability to um, work with earthly things and, and persevere. And that these are all ways to be an activist that get beyond just the one picture. So in, in the activity, in the book, it's kind of connecting with the knights and finding what, what, what kind of knight are you? What, like in general, maybe we have a knight energy, like we're more of a fiery person or we're more of an earthly person um, to, you know, connect with that energy and use what we're intrinsically good at as kind of our lead. Um, and then sometimes we, we evolve, we grow, we change. Sometimes like a demand from the outside comes. So like maybe then you start to work with another kind of night energy. And in the activity in the book, it's also a little bit like you have your lead night that you're most comfortable with or attracted to. But then there's like a secondary night. How does this other, you know, like if you lead with fire, how does earth help ground you? And then there's also work you don't have to do. Like we we don't have to do all the work ourselves. We can't, each, each one of us is limited. So those are nights where, you know, you support someone else to do the work. Like, you know, I've done some things that look like how an activist should be, but maybe some of the biggest, most justice supporting work I did was 
the couple that was leading the Latino empowerment training, I babysat their son every Saturday, once a month. Like that was me stepping a little bit more into that water emotion support role. Um, so it shows how they can change. And uh, that was the, the, the Knights. The Knights are in service to justice. Right on. And I love that so much because, you know, we can always operate as a different night depending on our circumstances. And one of the things that we talk about um, in Tarot for Troubled Times is using archetypes such as knights or um, the birth cards also to really figure out an appropriate way that is going to be aligned with your energy. Uh, one of the examples that I use is uh, my birth card is Justice. Mm -hmm. ah. And justice can be reduced to high priestess. Now, back when I was young and very um, full of life and energy and I loved risk, I used to work as a photographer for an anarchist newspaper. So I was very much into justice mode. I mean, that was about really being directly involved in the front lines. But as I got older, I shifted into the high priestess mode. Mm -hmm. And that mode, which is another way of working with the birth cards, is more about behind the scenes, sharing knowledge, sharing wisdom. And so it's really interesting how that's changed. And I think what you really display so brilliantly with the Knights is that we can like interchange those Knights all the time, mm -hmm. depending on what feels right for us or what feels right for any given situation. Mm -hmm. And I think when people work with the Knights and with the exercises that you have in the book, they do have a way of figuring out how they can best show up and do something to change the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it can be dynamic of you're getting into different situations and you kind of check in with the knights again. Are you, maybe you need to switch who your knight is. Yeah. Who's the knight. So it, the tarot, the tarot is that, that because we shuffle it, mm -hmm. it's not a book and you turn the pages, which I love books. I love books, but it's, we shuffle it and, you know, life changes, shuffle the deck the cards come out a little bit differently and it's, it helps us align with the energy, the needs of the moment. So mm -hmm. it's a powerful tool that way. It's about being present. Tarot helps us to be present. <laughs> and I like to think that so many people, we go through the world, we sleepwalk through the world mm -hmm. and then we turn around and we're like, well, how did my life happen to me? And we don't realize that our decisions and the way we show up in the world really dictates a lot of how life unfolds for you. And so doing exercises with the tarot cards, uh, whether we're doing readings, whether we're working with the, the, the knights, as you suggest, whether we're meditating with the cards, when we're doing those things, it's helping us to be present and intentional. And imagine if we are all present and intentional and we are aware of what we're contributing to the collective, this would be a very different world. It's true. And I, I love what you're talking about being like aware and awake. It does feel like post-election, uh, we are more awake. You know, I, maybe I'm Sagittarius sun. I want to look for the positive. But um, there is like people in my community coming together. Uh, and it wasn't unique. There are people in communities all over coming in together and paying attention in different ways to like maybe something very local or maybe to how immigrants are in the community, you know, it, and it brings right into our community international ripples. Um, so yes, the tarot helps us to be awake and aware, 
it's a, a tool that supports that, which we seem to be in that mode now. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. Well, think about it. Tarot and like astrology are having a real moment now. Think about that. And, and it seems that people, again, like you said, you know, after the election, that's been one incident that's really gotten people awake and more active with things. Um, but we don't need a big event like that to make us awake. Playing with your cards daily helps you to be awake. Meditating helps you to be awake. And again, when we're awake, boy, the world can really evolve. And to be awake and stay awake because it is, you know, like if we're always in like crisis mode, mm-hmm. which then we burn out and fall back, we're going to fall back asleep. But instead of being in crisis mode, like that steady, paying attention, working with the cards, being out in the world, coming back, recharging, meditating, it's just a back and forth. And yes, material is a good support for that, which we need. We need in particular not to, not to, to stay in that paying attention mode and to keep acting and acting in ways where we don't burn out but keep going back to do the work, pay attention, keep evolving, because just the work of justice is never done. Right on. And, you know, you mentioned the justice card in tarot. Um, so I want this to be our last question. Let's talk about the justice card for a minute. What do people need to know about it? What do people need to know about it? Oh, there are so many things. And, you know, it's interesting for, like, I'm doing all this work. Justice is one of those cards up until a couple years ago where I would, like, it would come up and I'd be like, justice, like it was the fault. But then I'm like, well, what does it really mean? What does it really mean? So actually it was 2007, 2007, the whole year I had kind of a devotion to justice in my, my writings. I do the, my monthly news and on my blog and I did the faces and spaces of justice because Another amazing thing about tarot is it's like open to new perspectives coming in and different uh, artists, thinkers are creating tarot cards with different views of justice. So I looked at uh, many throughout the year at the faces and spaces of justice and you have the, uh, the, the face of justice that's from the guy in tarot. That's um, the, the, the man's, but he's standing with a, a heart and a feather on one hand. So it's uh, reminding us of the Egyptian goddess Mat, who you can't enter paradise. You can't keep going on in your journey if you have something heavier than a feather on your heart. And the guy in tarot then is the background of, of different animals and creatures. And it's inviting us. We have to be in right relationship with the whole earth which includes humans, obviously, but also creatures and plants. And if we are not, and we feel that grief of our disconnection and abuse of the planet, then our hearts will be heavy. We won't be able to to go to paradise. I also, um, one of the faces of justice I looked at was the Shining Tribe, Rachel Pollock's Shining Tribe, which is a little bit of an unusual one. It's like there's this rock cave and there's this figure at the edge. And she's like shadow woman, shadow woman at the edge. And she's kind of casting these stones, you know, the stones into buckets, which are representing the balance. And she's like, should I come out? You know, I have, I I envision that as, you know, we have to constantly renew justice. Justice is there, but sometimes 
justice is kind of beaten down and needs to go and, and recharge herself as well. And, you know, like at the point of, hmm, is it time for justice to emerge into the world? And then the handle tarot is an interesting justice. It has the scales, which I'm forgetting to mention the scales to me, like, oh, yes, balance is <laughs> part of it, yes. Um, but it's against a peacock feather. And the peacock in that deck also connects to the idea of love and both love and justice being imaginary, as in they come from our imagination. And it's really our ability to see and decide to see and decide to bring forth that creates justice. Um, so justice requires imagination, which I think also the tarot helps us, helps us with intuition, but also imagination. Um, and then uh, the other, uh, another face was uh, Sojourner Truth is the justice card in um, Joanna Paul Colbert's Pentimento Tarot, which was a small edition, major arcana. And Sojourner Truth is, uh, she was born in slavery in New York. Yes, there was slavery in the North. Everyone's like, oh, it's true. And she liberated herself. She said, you know, slavery was supposed to be eliminated. Her master had made a deal with her over some time and he wasn't keeping it. And she's like, I walked for my freedom. And she uh, came here to the area that I live in and lived in, um, in a utopian community. You know, they were going to have e equality, uh, that they were going to live from uh, spinning silk. And not everything worked out in the utopian community. So, but all these experiments help us, you know, always trying to, to work the justice. And then she like, she spoke the truth. And um, those are the faces and spaces of justice that pop into my mind. I, I have the series on my blog, but so, oh, and, but then a final one, the Raziel Tarot, Rachel Pollock and Bob places Raziel Tarot is the Shekinah, the divine feminine standing between two candles and she has taken the role of the, the, the Jewish wife leading and lighting the Sabbath candles, which happens every Friday night. And that gives me hope, inspires me, the idea of like justice has to be renewed every week, every day. And we do it through our simple rituals. We do it through acting in the world. That justice is, we are never done with working to to create and serve and move with justice. That is so incredibly true. And, you know, uh, I love everything that you shared here. And one of the other things that I like to think of with justice, justice is, you know, sometimes about law. It's sometimes about justice and fairness and balance. It's also about decisions and the consequences of our decisions and actions, which, again, when we think about tarot, Tarot does, again, help us to be awake at the wheel. So when justice comes in a reading, it's a reminder that we have to be very aware of our decisions and the consequences and what kind of karma it's creating. And I think when we are aware from every single decision you make, if you are aware, you're setting yourself up to be doing some good in the world. It all starts there. So, so true. Anyhow, this was a fabulous conversation. And, um, for people who are listening, uh, Carolyn contributed a great piece, The Nights, which we talked about for Tarot for Troubled Times. So you're definitely going to want to read that part of the book because it's very useful. And 
Well, yeah, read the whole book, but definitely it's such a great way to end the book on that piece because it's just so practical. And Carolyn, where can people find you online if they want to connect with you or work with you? Uh, soulpathsanctuary.com is my website. And that's also where you can sign up for my monthly e-news, which I send around the new moon. So that's a good way I communicate with people. And then I'm also on Facebook, Soul Path Sanctuary. And Instagram is Carolyn Cushing. Awesome. And Twitter is AC Tarot. So. Excellent. All right, people. Well, that's where you can find her. And that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And Carolyn Cushing, I just appreciate you and the good work you're doing in the world and your contribution to our book. So thank you so, so much. Thank you, Teresa. All right, people. Well, you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free tarot and astrology lessons, the tarot coloring book, hundreds of blog posts, astrological forecasts, and lots of other good things for you to scope out. Enjoy. I want to thank you again for listening, and I hope you have a beautiful day. And hey, if you're digging this podcast, do me a favor. Go on over to iTunes and look for Tarot Bites and leave a kind review because that's going to help more tarot curious people find their way to this little podcast. And as always, I love to close out by saying, Pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending. <laughs>